when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hi, I'm Helen Holliman, Editor-in-Chief of Munchies, and welcome back to Munchies, the podcast. This week, we're in my hometown, Austin, Texas, where we're going to be exploring what's left of the unique, strange old Austin, the small college town that birthed cosmic cowboy culture, the Willie Nelson and Jerry Jeff Walker crowd that turned its back on Nashville. We're also digging into what makes up new Austin and the booming urban city that it's becoming. So with all this change, is Austin actually living up to its tagline, keeping things weird? To figure this out, I'm going to talk to transplants and locals to get their impressions on how Austin has changed and what the city's like today. Since this is the live music capital of the world, I'm kicking things off at South by Southwest, one of the events that has really put Austin on the map. And who better to talk to than a veteran of the festival? Charlie, can I just have a Tito's and soda? None other than Miss Rachel Ray. Lady after my own heart. You might know her as the EVOO queen, the media mogul who's taught millions of Americans how to make quick and easy meals. The thing a lot of people might not know about Rachel Ray is that she's actually been coming to South By for the last 20 years, and she has a deep love for music. But she's much more than just another music fan. Ray is married to John Cusimano, a lawyer by day and frontman for the rock band The Cringe by night. For the last nine years, they've been throwing a South By party that combines food and bands in one event. It's called Feedback. It showcases some major acts, from Naughty by Nature to Jenny Lewis, CeeLo, and George Clinton Parliament and Funkadelic Anderson. So how exactly does a food personality become one of the biggest music presenters at South by Southwest? I sat down with Rachel Ray at Feedback to talk about what it takes to actually make a great music venue and why exactly she decided to put this event on in the first place. First off, I'm from Austin, born and raised. Um, How long have you been coming here and what kind of made you want to start this event? I came here uh, 21 years ago and I fell in love with the city because to me it was utopian and I thought it was a little ironic it was in the state of Texas that I found a place in this country, deep in the South, that there seemed to be no ageism, no sexism. And uh, I could see a young boy with gauges and sleeves talking to an old man, and they both had dogs. And they were having this really intelligent discussion about politics. And I literally started to cry. I just thought it was the most beautiful place I'd ever been. And I'm a huge music file, film file. I have over 2,000 records. The most expensive thing I own in my home is my record player. It floats. I have a vinyl vacuum cleaner, and we, we vacuum our records before we play them. And my husband is a lawyer by day, but he has a rock band by night. And when I met him, he worked for a movie company, film company, and he was buying selling the movies. And we would go to film and music festivals, like, as our thing. 
Um, and he just, at 47 years old, had his life's dream come true. His band, The Cringe, got to tour all of North America with an open for Motley Crue <laughs> and Alice Cooper. Yeah. And um, he got into Berklee School of Music, and his folks were, you know, Italians, and they wanted their little boy to be a professional. So they said, well, we're not going to pay for school. You got in, but you'll have to pay for that. You also got into law school, so we'll pay for that, or you have to pay for that. So I tell him he's a pussy-ass bitch because he should have just put himself through school because he's like Trent Reznor. He's like nerdy, smart, and real into film, and a brilliant musician. He plays every instrument I can think of. He started on the piano. He plays a rhythm guitar on stage, but he's a master percussionist. He plays the trumpet. Uh, the mandolin I mean I can't think of anything he doesn't play the clarinet I guess Woody Allen would beat him (laughs) but everything else and it's his passion it's who he was born to be you know I dream in food and that's what I do and he dreams in music and that's what he does and when we're home he spends the day in his music studio and I spend the day in my kitchen you know and then we come together at meal breaks and to watch movies and to snuggle with the dog and play catch and that kind of thing but I love this place before it was, like, cool to love this place. You know what I mean? And I had this kooky notion when I got a little bit of celebrity, what if we threw a party that got rid of everything I hate about going to big music parties? What if we let in just the right amount of people so nobody feels crowded, and when someone leaves, the next person can come in? Like, everybody comes to see their band, and then when they're done, they leave, and somebody else gets a chance. And what if we made sure the toilets were clean? And what if we made sure everybody got fed, got food while they were there? What if all that could happen? And then what if we put up multiple stages so while one band is playing, another band could be setting and just keep rotating that? And that was this. And I thought, people are going to laugh at me. They're going to throw stuff at my head the first year. But if I'm brave and they see that my taste in music is deep and we give them a little something for everyone, snacks, (laughs) water, toilets, (laughs) great bands, and we plan all kinds of music because we listen to everything at home. I mean, I have a dense over 2,000 record collection of everything from opera to Aldo Nova, you know, I mean, like, we're obscure people. (laughs) So, you know, we've created a utopian event in a place that I believe is the true utopia. Okay, so the house is going to burn down, and you have five minutes to get your top five records in your collection. Well, number one, 10,000% is Hunky Dory. Uh, I think that David Bowie was literally from... Mars. (laughs) Mars. <laughs> I think he is the man who fell to Earth. I think he was beautiful in every sense, mind, body, spirit. And it's certainly the most beautiful person I think I've ever seen. Of course, Amon doesn't suck either, and his children are pretty pretty cute too. <laughs> but um, Hunky Dory is my number one. I don't like rating things. It kind of it makes me a little bit depressed because I love so many. Um, but I'll give you my number one. That's my number one. Hunky Dory. It's pretty great. Well, thinking, you know, 
this event has been around for nine years now, right? Yep. So thinking sort of from the first year that you started doing it to now, Austin has dramatically changed a lot. You know, there's a lot more people moving here. There's a lot more um, industries happening. What are you? What are your impressions of Austin now, and sort of how um, the event has sort of morphed? Because you've had some truly amazing artists come through here. A lot of people complain that it's gotten, you know, too big and and too much, and uh, that some folks are being squished out of their neighborhoods. Things like that, I'm concerned about. Like the folks that live here, I don't want them to be uncomfortable with us. But I know that our event has grown and grown and that the lines have grown and the artists we just have to keep making more room for them but I I have faith in this place and I know that our event so many folks say to me during the day everyone's so polite here and everything's so great like the crowd is polite to each other and I think it's because we give them food you know and hydration and clean toilets and I think that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you run an event correctly and you give people the space to love each other, that's the essence of this town, and that's what we try and keep bringing back. And that just gets stronger every year. That just gets stronger every year. And now we have artists that are cyclical. You know, the Feathers have played with us uh, three times. Uh, Edward Sharp started here years ago nobody knew who he was and he was our closer last year now there are a family of artists that have become cyclical to us that just like being there because they're treated with respect and they're given room and space and a a, a little bit of chill time before and after and snacks you know it's not like oh we got your rider, but we didn't read it, and there's your van or whatever. It's like, hey, come on into our home, and here's the food I wrote for you, and here's new friends you can make, and other artists you might know of or not know of, and why don't you guys chat together? George Clinton was talking to me today, and he said it was beautiful to him to be on stage with his children and his grandchildren, but it was beautiful to be in an event where there were so many generations of music coming together it was like layers of an onion and I said you know that's absolutely it man it's so cool and he he said uh, we were doing an interview together and he was talking uh, to the journalist he said you know what's so great I still learn every time I get on stage and every new act that I see I still learn I'm still so happy to be doing this job he's 74 years old man And he gets it, and he's got humility, you know? And that's what I love about our parties. We try and keep them humble so that everybody's welcome, and we're all learning from each other. And there's something for everyone. We curate very carefully to make sure there's something for everyone. There's back in the day, there's the next minute. We had 15-year-olds playing today, and George Clinton, okay? So there you go, 15 to 74. We covered the deck. So thinking about writers, kind of like you were mentioning, you know, people have all sorts of crazy writers. Um, tell me about, does the cringe have a writer? And also, are there writer requests at this event? Because I'd imagine, why would there need to be when you're serving this amazing food? Yeah, well, after nine years, people know not to send a writer to my house. 
because I write my food and I have something for vegetarians, for pork lovers, for chicken and beef every year. So they know they're cool. You know, whether you're vegan or, you know, the only thing I didn't cover this year was a pescatarian. That's about it. But, yeah, I mean, sure, a couple of people over the years have said, you know, please have this or that backstage. But they just come with love. And I think that's just part of their, you know, whatever, when they tour, that's just the stuff that goes out. We've never had anybody complain, let me say that. My husband, his nickname, his name's John. His nickname is Johnny Walker. His writer is, please have a bottle of black. (laughs) He has to have a bottle of scotch. That's about it. But they toured... uh, with the most wonderful, like Motley and Alice, they are all so healthy and they're juicers and they eat these clean farm to table diets. Like it was crazy. They had the most gorgeous woman who was the caterer. When I went to see them at the Barclay Center, went backstage, she was the hottest creature I ever saw. I thought she climbed off a unicorn and she had a juice bar and like every kind of specialized diet plan, like you couldn't, nobody could write a writer for the way, and nobody would believe that Motley Crue and Alice Cooper are living these like lives of angels on the road, you know? And they're the sweetest group of most loving, delightful people. They were so kind and made the cringe in my husband's band feel welcome and a part of things. They were so generous and just lovely. So my last question is, You've had such an amazing career. You've built such a massive empire, and I think... That word is so Star Wars, right? <laughs> Doesn't that make you think of, like, Darth Vader or something? Although I sound like Darth Vader after screaming all day. And I did karaoke journey with, like, 4,000 people um, opening for Naughty by Nature. Freakiest moment of my life. Naughty by Nature is, like, waiting to get intro and we're all singing <laughs> Don't Stop Believing. It was crazy, man. That's how I lost what what little of my goofy voice I had left. But but that's a pretty cool way to lose it. (laughs) I I would, yeah, take it. Um, My question is, you know, thinking about uh, people, young people who are starting out in food. I mean, you've you've created something pretty extraordinary. Um, Put yourself back into your first year starting out. Like, what advice would you give to your young self? Same advice that my mom and my grandpa taught me when I was a kid. If you have ten fingers, ten toes, and a brain, you have no reason to cry, so get over yourself. Save your tears for the tough stuff. Um, Work harder than everybody else and don't complain about it. Understand that work is a privilege, not a right. And just love, man. That's what food and music are about bringing people together generation to generation country to country religion to religion it's it's about those two four-letter words (laughs) food and love (laughs) well thank you so much for taking the time to talk yeah this is pretty cool i wish music was a four-letter word too So that wraps up my conversation with Rachel Ray. Thanks so much for listening. Rachel's expanding feedback beyond Austin. So if you live in Chicago, go check out the feedback party taking place on June 25th. For more information, visit rachelray.com. 
on the next episode of Munchies, the podcast. Human beings have been around for how long? A, lo- a long time. Okay, yes. a fuck of a long time. <laughs> so let's just say human beings have been around for 10 years, all right? If you made a timeline, we've only been eating for pleasure for about a day. That was Andrew Zimmern, who we talked to about the future of food at South Bites. And we've got good news for you. We're total masochists here at Munchies, so we're releasing a special episode with his interview and another interview with sushi chef Tyson Cole in just two days. So until then, check out all of our delicious Munchies content at munchies.tv. Peep us at Munchies on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, too. I'm Helen Holliman. I'll see y'all real soon. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.